Hey guys, welcome back to Coffee on the Rocks, hosted by Roxy. In today's episode, we have a special guest, Mia Frida. Hey. So Mia has been on the podcast before. We actually did one on astrology, and we also have one on her podcast, which is called Bitching and Screaming, where we talked about living in New York City, right? And how we've changed. Yes, that was a good episode. It was really long. It was. The thing is, Mia and I can talk for hours. Like, we really could. It's not like just conversations where it's like you don't feel anything after. It's like they're like deep conversations. Yeah, meaningful conversations. And they always have a purpose. Whenever we text, it's not just like, hey, how are you? It's like, this is what's going on. And we we talk in voice notes. (laughs) Literally, like we are – we just have a lot to say. And I feel like we think alike a lot. Mm -hmm. And – I don't know. I just feel like especially with today's topic, it's something that we both feel really strongly about and have a lot of opinions on, which mm-hmm. is career. And um, the other day I texted M- Mia and I was like, I was like having a mental breakdown because I was <laughs> I was like, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. Like, what is going on? And Mia, tell them what you told me. Is this like what you brought up in your podcast the other day? Because I was listening to it. <laughs> Which one was it? You were like, um, oh, I feel like I'm never doing enough. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just like, listen, like, we are so much younger than we think we are. And yeah. so that day that I talked to Mia, should I say this on the podcast? I don't know. I dropped <laughs> out of grad school. <laughs> <laughs> like that same day. Yeah, I was like texting you and you out of nowhere you were like I just dropped out (laughs) (laughs) well let me let me introduce you first before we get into (laughs) so Mia and I met on the subway we talked about this before at Broadway Lafayette right (laughs) yes 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 we should actually meet up there again like get coffee at La Colombe right there oh my god yeah like friendiversary that's Even so though cool. I don't know which day it was, but <laughs> I have no idea when we like what even year that was. Honestly, what do you consider yourself like an astrology person? Like I don't really or... know. Honestly, I feel like I have so many different niches. Like at this point, but at the time, I was like a college like a FIT YouTuber. YouTuber, yeah, which like makes sense because like that's kind of also what you were at the time. Like you, I mean, you didn't Logging go to FIT, stuff, but like yeah. yeah, like I feel like both of our channels had a very similar vibe vibe and like um view like the viewers were like very similar because it's like college age people who like are interested in like going to college in new york Mm -hmm. and then yeah i was just waiting for the train and i was like i heard the name mia behind me i was like what (laughs) and i turned around (laughs) i'm like girl you were like mia (laughs) i was like yeah that's me (laughs) and you're like oh my god I've seen your YouTube and I was like oh my god that's so crazy like because that was like the first time someone had like approached me like not on FIT's campus because that's always so crazy right yeah like weirdly enough like I would get recognized at FIT all the time it was like low-key really scary and like you're like the face of FIT (laughs) they should have like a picture of you outside the school I was like their fucking spokesperson like literally like and I would be so nervous all the time walking to class because people would come up to me and say stuff all the time and I felt like I was always being watched Mm -hmm. but that was the first time someone came up to me outside of FIT so that was like kind of a surreal moment Mm -hmm. (laughs) and now we're friends 
And the funny thing is, I didn't even go to FIT. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, like, I would watch YouTubers in the city because I've always, like, wanted to have friends with the same interests as me. Right. And um, you popped up as, like, a vlogger in New York City. So I was, like, mm-hmm. watching your – and you also, like, made other videos that I really enjoyed, like, the astrology ones. You were actually one <laughs> of the, like, the first people I watched when I was starting to get into astrology. Really? Mm-hmm. Because I, yeah, I, like, knew really about funny. it. Hmm? Like, I, I feel like I remember you saying that, like, you wa- you had watched, like, my astrology videos, and I was, like, surprised because, like, no one, like, that's not how usually people found my channel, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not, that's not how you found my channel, but no one was usually, like, interested in that over my college stuff. Yeah, and when you were talking about it, I was like, wow, I really want to, like, learn more about this because it's really interesting and it's so accurate Mm -hmm. that I was, like, and then I started getting into it and I was, like, that's crazy that Mia, like, started this journey for me in a way. Wow. Well, I'm (laughs) proud of you. (laughs) I mean, I have Aries tatted on me now. Like, I'm, yeah, full on. (laughs) I'm an Aquarius for anyone listening. Wait, what? I was just letting everyone know that I'm an Aquarius because I say that constantly. <laughs> I like Aquariuses. Thanks. I know you don't like Aries. I know you don't. <laughs> okay, like, just like my track record with Aries women has not been very good. You, I don't know. You don't seem like those people. <laughs> so maybe it's like the Gemini rising that's saving you <laughs> for me. I ask everyone what their astrology sign is now. Yeah. You can't even have a conversation without knowing. Like, personally, I can't. Like, that's, it's, it's like a huge chunk of their personality that you're so missing. so bad, Mia. Like, even on dates and stuff, I, I, I wait. Very important to know. It's just like, I'd rather just get that out of the way. Like, you yeah. know. Like, if you're a Pisces, tell me right away so I can run. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say that, but I, <laughs> um, if you're a Pisces, don't get offended, please. Yeah, just kidding. I actually really like Pisces, but I know that Roxy, you know. It's not that I problem. don't. I actually have met some Pisces that are so friendly and so nice. Mm-hmm. But I just know we're so different. And yeah. so, like, I'm like fire, they're water. It's just, you know. It's really hard with air and water, too. Like, I I love my water sign friends, but like when it comes to like serious issues, like we could not be more different. <laughs> Damn, we should just make this podcast episode like astrology, right? <laughs> it's kind of heading down that path. Literally, but I mean, it's a good start. Yeah. Now you guys know a sense of like who we are. We're like yeah. witches on the side. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> okay, so so yeah, the other day I was having a quarter life crisis, I guess you could say. <laughs> Because, first of all, I was in grad school, um, and that took up a huge chunk of my time. I'm working on the Wendy show, and then I'm also a waitress on the side. So I had, like, no life, kind of, and I was having, like, a mental breakdown because I was like, I don't even like what I'm going to school for, um, and I don't feel like I'm doing enough, like, with my job. Like, I don't feel like – when you have a job, you sh- you think, like, you know, you should be busting your ass off, which is n- – no, like I, I, my idea on that has changed, mm-hmm. but I felt like I wasn't hustling enough, I guess. And I see all these other people like getting their own places and they have a legit job. And so I went to Mia because I know Mia always thinks differently from other people. 
Oh, that's the best compliment. (laughs) (laughs) But it's true though. Like you don't think like my other friends. I focus more on like my happiness than anything else, especially during this time. I was like, am I doing something wrong? And I was like, no, (laughs) (laughs) basically. Because you kind of went through something the same in a way. Like you dropped out of school too, right? Yeah. I mean, I, I feel like I'm constantly going through that kind of thing, but like specifically when I quote unquote dropped out, I mean, I don't know if like I, if, if it counts because like I did get a degree, but it's like an associate's degree. So it's not like a four year degree or anything. So it's like, I can't really do anything with it, but it's like still something. So some people are like, well, you didn't really drop out, but mm. I did drop out in the middle of my bachelor program. So I feel like that's, but you still have a degree. Yes. Yes. So you didn't, I mean, it'd be different if you, like, didn't have anything, Yes. but you still have something. Yeah, but I was, like, halfway through the, um, not halfway through, but I was, like, about a quarter of the way through the semester. Um, the, actually, the semester was, like, ha- like, almost halfway through at that point. It was, like, pretty bad. I feel like I, I remember being in, like, some, like, group projects and feeling so bad for them when I dropped out. <laughs> <laughs> I literally left them hanging, like. Oh my god, they probably hate you. (laughs) I know, like, I don't think anyone in the history of the world has ever done that. But, you know, like, when you feel that impulse, you got to act on it. um, (laughs) Wait, but what made you, like, get to that point where you're like, I'm going to drop out. I can't do this. Honestly, I cannot tell you a time when there was, like, a switch that flipped. Like, but I remember, like, I was doing so bad in school at that point. Like, I am so embarrassed to say this, but I had a 1.8 GPA at the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, like, I just was not handing in any of my homework. And, like, I was, like, I couldn't keep track of anything because, like, I I hate when people say this, but, like, I'm just not a school person. Like, I – it. some people, it comes so naturally to them to be, like, studious and like to do their homework and study and like I'm just not one of those people and like I really 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 wish that I was but you're not unfortunately I'm not (laughs) um because I excel in other areas of my life so yeah me as a really creative person like you have like your own shop she does (laughs) YouTube and she has a podcast like she's just you have other outlets where you excel at but yeah, I just kind of like what I like what I was slowly realizing was that I was like, why am I in in like a degree program? Like if I don't even want to get a corporate job, like and that's kind of exactly what my specific program was preparing me for was like to work at like a court like Estee Lauder or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going to do that. So why am I wasting like money and time here? And you know, I thought of, like, the next best option at the time, which was going to beauty school, which, like, I've always been into beauty. Like, since I was in high school, I was doing makeup for my friends and whatnot. And so I, like, after a lot of convincing to my parents, I was, like, I can make this a lucrative career. Like, I know it doesn't sound like it because they are very, like, traditional and everything, but I was, like, makeup artists can make a lot of money in New York, and, like, it's just kind of it's like a, instead of a straight line to success, it's more of like a big spiral, Uh but you know, it's still possible. And that kind of like 
after a while, they were not very happy, but they were convinced. And then I ended up going to beauty school instead. And I was a makeup artist <laughs> mm-hmm. until COVID hit. <laughs> but you still do that on the side or just like whenever? Yeah, like I haven't done it since COVID because I'm kind of like, I just don't really want to be near people's mm-hmm. right now. But as soon as like things clear up again, I'm going back to that. But, you know, it's good that I have like, 20 other side jobs that I can be doing right now. <laughs> so this is something that I was thinking about the other day too. It's like, cause my friend, I was telling her how like I love soul cycle and eventually I'd love to be an instructor. And she's like, wait, which job is this? She's like, you have so many different like passions that I can't keep up sometimes. And I was like, this is life though. Like yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad I've never been like stuck to one thing and honestly good for people if like you know you want to be a doctor then and you yes. go for it like that's amazing but I have always like switched my path somehow me too um, and it, it's oh it's a little draining because I'm someone who like I'm an Aries like I'm very determined if I have a goal I want to reach it mm-hmm. and and when I realize I have a different interest like I just go towards that instead like, I wanted to be on Broadway when I was younger, like, so... I didn't know that. Yeah, like, I was I was going to dance classes. I did, like... I kind of was making my way up there. And then one day when I went to college, I was like, I don't, I don't think I'm going to do this anymore because I don't know. Like, it's always changed somehow. Then I wanted to be in finance. Then I wanted to... <laughs> I don't even know. Like, I wanted to be a stylist, which I still kind of do, but, like... So someone today was like, so what do you do? And I'm like, I assist the stylist. That's the hardest question. (laughs) Yes. Everyone asks you that. And it's kind of like your identity in a way. Yeah. And I just like, I, my response was, I am assisting a stylist right now. I don't know what this could lead to, but I'm happy right now. And like, you know, if something else comes along the way, I'll, I'll definitely take it. But I, my answer is just like, I'm fucking happy. Like, I'm not stressed. And we need to normalize that more. Like, I feel like that's something I definitely wanted to say, like, on this episode was that, like, we need to normalize having not only just one job or, like, one, like, career, like, yes, and it being your whole life. Because for people like us, like, and I'm sure, like, tons of people listening, like, if you have, like, this kind of brain that's just going, like, a million miles an hour at all times, like, you cannot ever just focus on one thing. And, like, it's, like, our, like, this this capitalist society that we live in right now is literally, like, made for people who, like, are type A. Mm-hmm. They have one thing and they will do that one thing till the day they die. And, like, you know, I wish for success's sake that I could be like that. But, like, it's also, like, I don't want to wish away, like, being like a passionate person like in different ways like and I think we need to be more okay with like it's it's just a different way of being successful like is following what makes you happy instead of like what's going to lead you to like the long-term success yeah I agree and when people tell me what they do for a living I always ask them do you like it yeah because it, I think it's such an important question. I feel like, you know, people are so proud of what they do sometimes, but it generally comes down to like, do you enjoy your job? Mm-hmm. Like, do you wake up every morning? And you're like, yes, I'm excited to start the day. Or are you like, fuck, I got to go to work. 
And it's so hard <laughs> to find jobs because I feel like people are like, you're not, you're never going to find a job that like you genuinely love going to because work is work, mm-hmm. which I agree sometimes. But if it's like destroying your mental health, is it yes. worth it? It's like, it's like, it shouldn't be. It like, should. It's going to be stressful somehow. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's always going to be work. Like work is never going to be like, you're never going to be like, so excited to drop everything and like work like and no matter what it is like I for a lot of things right now like I'm really passionate about what I'm doing to make money but because it's something I have to do I'm always going to be a little bit annoyed that I have to do it <laughs> like and that's just how it's going to be but like if you know if you're literally like either like having anxiety attacks about your job or like you can't sleep at night or if it's like literally ruining your quality of life like literally yeah that can't be a thing exactly and that's how I felt about grad school even though it's not a job but like yeah it still just applies to anything in life really mm-hmm. if you're not passionate if you don't love it why are you doing it yeah and like I I always like I'm wary of like talking about this because like I know there's tons of situations where people like have no choice and like you know their pay their paycheck to paycheck and like quitting mm-hmm. would be like you know they can't afford their rent or whatever and that's totally understandable like if you're in that situation but like you know if you have the means to let's say be jobless for two weeks while you apply to like jobs that you would actually like really enjoy and like not dread going to every day like you should absolutely do that <laughs> it's like your life is not going to change if you don't change it. Yes, exactly. No one else is going to change your life but you. I mean, for example, like I'm a waitress on the weekends and it's a job that obviously I'm there for the money. It doesn't stress me out to the point where like I can't go to work because I'm so stressed out. Mm-hmm. But like I'm okay with it because it's paying for like my soul cycle, number one. <laughs> and, <laughs> and number two, like, I actually do enjoy the job. I don't dread it. And I have something else. And it's just like, I'm okay with working two jobs that don't stress me out to the point where I like, can't. Yeah. And like, I think another thing is like, people who like are into more like creative things, or even if you're like an artist of some sort, like, we need to like take away the shame of like, not being rich like it's fine not to like be making six figures when you're 22 like who is making six figures when they're 22 I know like and we always like I think that's how we think sometimes it's like why am I not like why am I not applying for mortgages right now like why am I still living with my parents when I could be paying for my own rent and like paying my own bills and like it's like you don't have to be totally independent yet. Like if yeah. you have the means to not be, that's even better. Like take advantage of that until you can be. And like, you know, I like if someone asks me what I do or like how much money I make, like I'm just going to be honest and say I do not make a lot of money. And like that is just the reality of being like an artist, quote unquote, when you're 22 and you just got out of college basically. Mm-hmm. And like, you're still figuring everything out. Like nobody is expecting you to be rich. And if they are, then they're literally delusional. And like, it's okay to like be pursuing something that like might not make you the richest person alive, but like 
personally for me, like if I'm like so happy with what I'm doing, I could care less about the money part as long as I am making enough to live. Same. Exactly. And like, um, I remember I was telling my aunt about this job that I have and I was like, it's just that the money's not good and I don't know. And like, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, Roxy, money will come eventually. Like, you don't have to stress about money from the beginning. Like, you're not going to get the best paying job to begin with. You're going to, it's going to come to you eventually. But first you should, you know, I'll make the decision. Is this going to make me happy? Mm -hmm. And something, I guess the downside to all of this, even though I know everything we're talking about is true. I, it's so hard to not compare yourself sometimes to, Mm -hmm. especially when you go on Instagram and like you see people just got an apartment or like, it's hard to not compare yourself. And I try so hard not to do it. I don't know. Maybe I need a detox from social media, but (laughs) we all do sometimes. It's hard. Like, especially, oh my God, there was a time period where I couldn't even go on LinkedIn because everyone was (laughs) the worst. (laughs) Everyone was posting, I'm so excited. I just got a new job here. I just got a new job there. And I was like, I didn't have the Wendy show job yet. But Mm -hmm. even if I didn't have that, like I think back sometimes I'm like, I kind of just knew that I was going to get a job job somehow in the field I wanted to work in. Mm -hmm. Like at the time, it was so hard to not compare myself to people my age who were graduating and had these jobs from their internships. And I just felt like I was like, damn, like I don't have anything going for myself. I'm a waitress and I have a college degree and I always try to remind myself like, but I'm happy. Like I'm doing what I want to do. Yeah. I have a college degree. I mean, it benefits me somehow, but (laughs) everyone has their own path, you know? And when you, when you really think about it, like, okay, they have like a good job and you know they're going to be making money they have a salary but like who's like really happy at the end of the day like who is like making like who has time to be doing things that they really enjoy like Mm -hmm. it's not the person with the nine to five job like they could you know they could like enjoy their job and everything but like at the end of the day like if you're finding other ways to make money that either a make you really happy or leave a lot of room in your week to do things that make you happy like who's really winning you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's so like hard because in capitalism like you have to have money like that's just like a fact and like yes like you need a certain amount of money to like literally survive and without that you you know happiness isn't even in the picture but if you have that baseline and if that's not really like, you know, if you, if you know, you're not going to starve, like put it that way, then you should ultimately be choosing the thing that allows you to do more things that make you happy. Mm-hmm. I completely agree. And I, I think back on moments where I'm like, damn, I wish I was doing more, but like, even just waitressing, I was able to like afford so many things. But yeah, it's so hard to just not compare yourself sometimes. But I I try my best. And honestly, I still do it right now, where I I do compare myself. And sometimes I feel like, I don't know, it's weird. Well, I think like, literally, as human beings, like, 
you can't just not compare yourself to people. Like, people are getting married. I know. It's people crazy. are having kids. It's like, like everybody is literally on such a different path. Like, it's, it's almost impossible to, like, actually, you shouldn't be comparing yourself. But I know it's impossible. Like, even I do it. Like, but when you think about it, like, I compare myself to those people and then I'm like, but would I rather be, like, kind of, like, financially struggling right now while they're stable, but then let's say 15 years from now, I have a steady income doing the thing that I love doing the most, which like right now is either like graphic design or like doing makeup. Mm -hmm. And so many years working on that has like got me to that point. Meanwhile, they're still at the same job as they were when they started and Mm -hmm. they haven't grown like, sure, they can become like a manager or a CEO or whatever, but like that doesn't like really do anything for your psyche like yes you're like you're getting you're getting up in the company but like you know it's like thinking long term like do you want to be putting all your effort into like growing inside a company or growing within yourself you know we have to make this clear because there are some people out there that do enjoy that you know like yes working in a corporate setting but I'm not like I'm not that person. Yes, and I think <laughs> I'm, I think I'm speaking to the people that also okay. are not like that because you could be listening to this and being like, okay, but I want to be like yeah, and that's or, fine. Or yes, like, and that is like you know you are like that is amazing. Like <laughs> I would do anything to be like that, honestly, because it's so much easier. Like in yeah. society, this this one goes out to all the people who don't, don't want to in that environment mm-hmm. <laughs> and just encouraging you to think of it that way like about where you and that person will both be in like 15 years from now exactly and it's like at the same time I just tell myself don't take life so seriously yes because yeah. money's great you know in some way when people say money doesn't buy happiness I agree to a certain extent yeah because money be paying for my soul cycle classes. And- yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. Like, you need money. Like, it's not, you know, I'm not saying, like, be poor. Like, <laughs> like money isn't everything. And we all know that. I just feel like my main focus isn't like, oh, my God, I hope I make this much an hour. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Like, I hope I have, like, um, a job that pays really well and has a really good salary. And it's just like, that's not my priority. It used to be. And then I realized that, like, I'd rather just enjoy my life and not take it so seriously. Do what I want to do right now. Even when you're older, like, bitch, if you don't like your job and you want to change your life, you can still do it. Yeah, and I hear about that all the time, that people do that. And, like, you don't have to do everything you've always wanted to do when you're younger. You can do it at any point in your life. As long as you're alive. Like, you know we think we're so old right now and like we're like i think it's because people our age are like literally getting married and having kids and like no you don't have to do that right now like we have so much time (laughs) i know it it is hard especially when you're comparing yourself and the other day someone was like oh so you have like the wendy show but you're still waitressing like why why still have that job and i'm like because one, it doesn't stress me out. It's fast money and I like it. And they're like, oh, so you're going to continue doing this for like ever? And I was like, honestly, maybe. Like, <laughs> I don't, like I will have a job that I, like obviously use my degree somehow. But I shouldn't feel forced to. Like, I should just, I'm just like, I just want to be happy. Like, yes. literally, that's the answer. And, and you know, some people don't I, get it. Yeah. 
and that's why I hate the whole like stigma against like people who work part-time jobs when they're an adult like I cannot stand that like when someone's like oh like so-and-so is like 40 years old and she works at McDonald's I'm like first of all who gives a fuck and second of (laughs) all maybe that is like her the joy of her life like maybe she loves her coworkers. maybe she really likes the fries like yeah I don't know why people are people really identify others through their job yeah and you know it's like that's just literally like a product of like capitalism and like Mm -hmm. I understand it's really hard to like snap out of that mindset but like you know once you start once you like get the foundation of like thinking this way everything will start coming full circle to you like you'll start realizing like everything about it that's just so fucked up and like Mm -hmm. you know you're like wait why do I care if an adult is working at a part-time job like Mm -hmm. why does that bother me and like it's because like you've been trained to think that way yeah you've you've been you've been conditioned to think that the only people that matter are people that have salaries and like people who work in corporate and like it just isn't true like my favorite stories are the people who make the switch from corporate life to pursuing their dreams Yes, I know. Like, I love love those stories. Like, something about them, I'm just like, you're so inspiring. I know. It's It literally sounds like someone escaping prison. (laughs) Like, I picture them in, like, a suit and tie in, like, a cubicle and then, like, just becoming, like, I don't know, like, an art art boy or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because... I don't know. I just... I really do think that society kind of shapes us into having these mindsets. And I've definitely been at fault for that like when I came into college I was a finance major I was like I'm gonna yeah I mean everyone you know everyone thinks that way at some point yeah and I was like I'm gonna do this and I I had a finance internship and it just was not for me as I got older I was like life is so fucking short and if I live my life every day trying to make this income and just not making myself happy it's just it's, it's not worth it to me yes I was literally just thinking about that when I was driving my car like an hour ago I was I don't know what what was making me think about it but I was like you know sometimes you just have those moments where you remember how short life is and not not only how short it is but how short it can be for anyone Mm -hmm. and you know knock on wood because I don't want anyone near me to die but like you hear stories about people dying when they're so young and like it could be any of us like I know we we think we're so invincible but it could be literally anyone and like realistically like if you knew you were going to die next week, like, would you be working this job that you have right now? <laughs> and that's like, honestly, you know, that's, I would. Yeah, I, that's, I was that's a great answer. Car today and I was like, my mental health has never been this good. Wow, like, that's awesome. Like, I'm so happy. If you answer like you would be working that job to that question, like you're doing the right thing. <laughs> hmm. Obviously, there's some days where I don't want to get up super early, but like, yeah. for the most part, I'm so happy. And as soon as I talked to you and I told you about grad school and how miserable I was, like I made a change Mm -hmm. and it was worth it. I don't regret it one bit. Like it just wasn't for me. And I, I feel like I should do that more often (laughs) with things in my life. I think everybody should. I mean, and I think sometimes it takes talking about it out loud and like kind of really laying out the pros and cons Mm -hmm. and like realizing you know, sometimes when you say it out loud, you realize how miserable it actually makes you. And that's like, 
you know, it doesn't even have to be a job. It can be a relationship. It could be a friendship. It could be where you live. Like it, it applies to literally anything. And like, I feel like evaluating, like just how happy it makes you, that could be the thing that changes everything for you. So I wanted to touch on something you said earlier, which was um, that you just like knew that you would get a job. Mm-hmm. I forget exactly what you were referring to. But, like, I think that's also something, like, really, really important and, like, underrated is, like, just, like, knowing that you, I mean, I don't know if it would be considered manifestation Mm -hmm. or if it's just, like, being confident in yourself or, like, both maybe. But, like, that's something that, like, changes the game when it comes to, like, career or, like, anything for that matter. But, like, when I dropped out of school, for example, I just knew in my in my gut that I was going to get a job and like I knew that like it was going to be okay and like you just have to like you have to have faith in the universe whatever that means to you if you're religious if you believe in God if you like you have to believe that things are going to work out the way the way they're supposed to and don't force anything like Mm -hmm. I when I I'm talking about the Wendy show because I knew I was going to get some job in what ever internship I had in the past because like you definitely have to put in the work it's not just gonna come to you oh yeah definitely like apply to jobs or just you know ask friends like if they know a place that's hiring like things will fall into place and I've always told myself well recently like when I when I stress about money it doesn't help anything other than like stress me out right and if I tell myself I'm gonna get money somehow like I know Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get money like, I just know because money comes and goes. It really yes. does. And that is a huge, like, honestly, I do that all the time. Like, I and literally- I've never stressed about money since. Like, yes. It's a little toxic, but at the same time, it's not. Yeah. And I know, like, you know, it might sound like crazy. To some, yeah. To some people, it might be like, okay, well, you have like. To the practical people who are like. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, you do have to worry about it for if you like. First of all, we're not talking about that. Yeah, no. (laughs) Like, obviously, like, you can't just, like, not have a job and just, like, like, money is not going to just literally come to you. Like, you have to do stuff to get it. But (laughs) it's, like, putting faith in finding those things. You know what I mean? And And then as soon as I said that to myself, because this was during the time where, okay, so we were under quarantine. I had no job. We got the stimulus check or whatever, and I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Literally. (laughs) I don't think any of us did who graduated. I kind of was just like winging it, and I was like super, super, super sad because my stepdad had passed away, and I was just like, I don't know what's going to happen, but like I guess something will happen. Mm -hmm. And then I got the waitressing job through my cousin, and I was making more money I had ever made in any other job. And I was like, this is a blessing. Like, this is the God. This is the God. This is the universe, (laughs) like, bringing this into my life. Because I kind of knew it was going to happen. I was kind of like, you know what? Not even going to stress it because I know something's coming that's greater and bigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, like, like I said, like, I don't know. You don't have to call it manifestation or you don't even have to call it, like, trusting the universe. Like, I think that's, like, I do that because, like, I am a spiritual person. But you just have to like be willing to like take risks if you want to see changes in your life. And like, 
I read this one thing somewhere and it was like, it was kind of making an analogy to like, just kind of like jumping blindly off a cliff and just expecting a net to just catch you. And like the net will catch you every time. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, and it's not always going to come from the place you expect, but it will be there. Like, you know, think about all the times you were like stressing about money. That's exactly what I was just going to (laughs) say. Think about those times you had like $2 in your bank account Mm-hmm. like just think about those moments and how like it turned out okay in the end you know yeah like, like i'm just not stressing it and i don't know if it this is healthy if it's if it's good because maybe i should be stressing about but like i just i don't know it's like as i've continued prioritizing my happiness like money has just followed along yeah and i think if you pursue something that you're super passionate about or like something that you're really good at the money is going to follow anyway. Like you're going to find ways to like make money doing exactly like what you're good at and what you love. Like, you know, like even if it's like a super entry level job, like, or if you, you know, if you start out waitressing or something, like you can end up working at like the most luxury restaurant ever. Like if you love it, it's not about finding the job that will make you the most money right away, but it's like finding something that like, you know, if you put enough passion into that, it will eventually pay off. Mm -hmm. And I think most things will, if you, if there's a way to like make even a cent off of something that you love doing, then there's a way to make like a lot of money doing it Mm -hmm. and it'll be fine in the end if you put a lot of effort in. Yeah. And you know, you don't have to stick to one thing where you, if you think that you want to be like a professional runner or whatever, and then you lose interest in that, it's okay Yes. to find something else that you love. Like people need to be more like, okay about that. You know, like it's, you don't have to like decide on your career at age 18. Like, I know. And I feel like, I feel like that's where this system is so fucked up. Yes. I didn't know what I wanted to do when I was 18. Like, I really did not know. I almost applied to FIT for photography. What? Yeah. Like, I was really, I mean, not really into photography. I was into photography in high school. But, you know, looking back now, I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't do that. (laughs) No. You want to do at 18. Yeah. People change their careers all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I mean, I say not at 18, but like really not ever because I don't think humans are meant to like work, period. But I also don't think humans are meant to like do one thing for the rest of their life. I just don't. You think people are constantly changing their passions? Yes. And, you know, I don't know, maybe like there's some super like type A people who... Mm -hmm. Like, I think my mom is a good example of that. She, like, became a teacher when she was 22, and she's now 52 and is still teaching. And, like, she, I don't think she she's ever going to, like, you know, she never wants to do anything different than that. So, like, mm-hmm. I think there are people who, like, are totally fine with doing the same thing forever. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's also completely fine if you're not like that. Mm-hmm. I I agree. Like, I as I've like looked back on my 22 years of living <laughs> I have just realized that I've had so many passions throughout my life and I've always felt bad when I kind of let one go and it's not even letting it go I just kind of see it as like a chapter ending yeah like a like if you're dating someone and then 
they're not in your life anymore. It's like, okay, that chapter has ended. Yeah. Time for a new one. And it's, it's just fine. Yeah, it is fine. <laughs> but I used to be so hard on myself about that. Yeah. And I think, like, I remember I really wanted to be a vlogger. <laughs> Don't we all at some point? <laughs> No, but, like, I was working my ass off doing that, like, editing, like, so much. And then I realized that I had other interests other than vlogging, and I took mm-hmm. a different path. But, like, it, it was always still there. Like, I still love vlogging. I was vlogging this week. Right. Your passions are going to change. Yeah. And you have to be okay with it. Yeah. And, like, when you think about it, like, at the time, like, you would have never guessed that one day you wouldn't really be that passionate about vlogging. Yeah, like, I was thinking about that. Yeah, and then like now it's like it used to be my to life. Say, yeah, like who's to say that like whatever you're doing now isn't gonna like completely disinterest you in like ten years, you know? So like exactly. I feel like in that, like when you think about life that way, it really helps you kind of like not take it so seriously. Mm-hmm. Like shit will change. Yeah, and I think. It's just, like, anything in life. Like, I see life as, like... I sound like a fucking hippie right now. But I see life like a flower. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) Like, I just feel like we're growing. And... (laughs) (laughs) No, I know what you mean. Like, I feel like we're constantly growing. You meet so many different people throughout your lifetime. When you think, like, your life is at the shittiest point ever, like... You don't know what's coming. Yeah. Like, life is always changing. Yeah. As well as your passions. I think everybody listening should just, like, think of a time in their past. Just, like, any time in your past. And think, like, would you have ever expected to be where you are right in this moment? And the answer is most likely no. Yeah. If you apply that to, like, right now, like, you have no idea where you're going to be, like, even a month from now. Like, everything could change. I know. I remember back in, was it April? I think it was April, end of April. I was like, I don't know how my life can get any better. Mm-hmm. It wasn't good. It was like, I was really bad. And I was like thinking like, my life can't ever get any better. Like, I wonder how I'm going to be in the next couple of months. And my life has blossomed. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Because, like, you know, at that moment, you can't imagine something that hasn't happened. Like, you can't imagine a better life than what you have right now. But, like, that just, if that doesn't give you hope for, like, the future, I don't know what will. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, you can never imagine something you haven't experienced. Yes, you could be, like, happy at this moment and be like, my life can never get better than this. But, like, you could be even happier. Yeah. And you don't even know it. Like, you don't even know what could be making you happy, Mm -hmm. you know? And... Maybe it's because we're, like, spiritual, too, and we believe in, like, energies and, like, what you put out there is what you get. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have thought back to those moments where I was really sad, and it's just, like, I kind of feel like I attracted some things into my life that yes. were so low because I was just such in a bad headspace. I don't know yeah, how that's got definitely into- a thing. I mean, I don't think... Like, I never want to be that person that's, like, just don't be depressed. <laughs> no, 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 I <laughs> Because, agree. like, you know, like, that is the furthest thing from what I am. But, like, there is definitely such thing as, like, attracting 
the vibes that you're giving off. Mm-hmm. And you know when someone says like I vibe with you? Yeah. It's like <laughs> we're at the same frequency. That's what yes. we mean. Like we exactly. are at the same level. And if you yeah. know what I mean, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like we sometimes just- you just meet someone and like they're literally like you can feel the vibes coming yes. off. Yes. And it's not good. Yes. <laughs> yes. I know exactly what you mean. Like the the employees at Zara. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. kidding. Yeah, because the second you let someone else's energy bring yours down, that's like when everything starts going wrong. (laughs) Exactly. The the whole thing of this podcast episode is don't take life so seriously and do things for your happiness. Yes. And I think like especially... I think that's that's pretty not easy but I think it's it's more commonly applied to like everyday life but mm-hmm. when it comes to careers I feel like a lot of, a lot more people need to like you know start thinking with that mindset with that with their career especially in New York New York because has such a toxic work culture I remember I was watching a Casey Neistat video you know who he is right mm-hmm. love him <laughs> he's such he's an Aries he's he's like the best Aries I've ever seen ever. Uh, yeah I didn't know he was an Aries but he does give that energy <laughs> <laughs> like very like intense but hardworking and like mm-hmm. like he's just ugh, I love him anyways um <laughs> he made a video about like moving out of New York City to go to LA he said the different the main difference is that people in New York City everywhere you go what do you do for a living that's mm-hmm. what they ask. And he's like, you know what? There's so much more behind that question than like, oh, I'm an accountant. Oh, I, I work I, in fashion, blah, blah, blah. It's like, why don't you ask people what makes you happy? Yes. Like, what do you do for hobbies? What do you do? Like, that if you had someone like in New York that they would look at you like you had three heads. <laughs> You're like, happy? What is that? Literally. <laughs> Uh, like, you know, I've had my ups and downs with New York and, you know, there was definitely a long period where I literally hated New York because of that exact reason where like, you know, people are just miserable there. And like, it is because they have that toxic, like mindset about working Mm -hmm. and like, they think like life, life's purpose is to work and like, it's it's not even a money thing. I'm gonna like like they are fine. They're more than fine financially. Like they live in New York for Christ's sake. Like, but it's about just gr- like quote unquote grinding and like being busy all the time and like having like a million phone calls and talking so loud on the subway on the phone so everyone knows what they're doing. Like, <laughs> it's like a, it's the culture there. It's it's not even about they don't even have to be working if they didn't want to. Like it's like. Mm-hmm. It's so toxic, and you know, if you're if you're in a low place like that, can really bring you down even lower. Yeah, because you feel like you should be doing that too. Yes, exactly. And not gonna lie, I did think I had to be that way at some point too, where I'm like, like I gotta be grinding and hustling all the time. And I'm someone who's really, really busy, just because like I like that. I like to have to do things all the time. I don't like to just sit down and not do anything. Especially, I've realized that with my jobs, like I like waitressing because there's always something to do. 
And I like working at the Wendy show because we're always going to stores. We're doing something different every day. I can't do the same shit every single day. Like that would drive me nuts. And why I could never keep like a retail job. I hated retail. So I never worked in retail, but I've heard horror stories. awful. Awful. I do think people in New York City have this mentality of, like, you know, it's like the businessmen, like the businessmen yeah. you see on the subway. Like, I'm pi- or- that's exactly who I'm picturing right now, actually. Yeah. And <laughs> honestly, if, I mean, if money is your goal, okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but you're like, wrong. <laughs> no, but I'm not, I'm not, like, that's not my goal. And, yeah. I don't know. I just, you know, if you lose someone, you you really see the value of life and how short it is. And it's just, it's not worth it to be miserable at a place that you're just going to for money. Yes, exactly. Or or sometimes it's not even the money, but it's like proving that you're busy or something. Like, mm-hmm. I really, I don't know how to describe, I don't know what is going on in those people's brains, but like <laughs> sometimes people, I swear, people just want to brag about being busy. Yeah. Like, we and get it. the thing it. is like, yeah i'm busy but (laughs) i always (laughs) no i'm i always make time for myself yeah oh yeah it's different it's like they're not they're busy doing like pointless shit like they're busy doing like like conference calls you know Mm -hmm. like i i am super busy all the time just making time for my hobbies and like Mm -hmm. things that yourself i find Yeah, yeah you're like investing in yourself yeah, and that's exactly. like the most important thing to do. It's like as you invest mm-hmm. in yourself, you will be successful eventually. Like whatever that is, like it'll come to you. You have to believe it. All right. So I think I'm going to end the podcast here because we've been talking for a minute, like an hour <laughs> and a half. Wow. <laughs> but thank you for being on the podcast, Mia. I love yeah, having you on here. It's basically just like our conversations just being recorded. So. Literally. <laughs> Except it's not through voice notes. It's yes. like back and forth. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just going to call you at this point, Mia. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Make sure to follow Mia on Instagram at Mia FRDA, right? On Instagram? Yes. Good memory. <laughs> I know. I always remember people by their Instagram names. It's so fucking weird. <laughs> No, that's yeah, a good thing to have because I do not do that at all. And then I can't remember their username. So really? No, yeah. if your name could be like Alex. And if your username is like pink girl monkey, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I'll remember you as pink girl monkey, not Alex. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure to check us out on Instagram at Coffee on the Rocks podcast. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, and I will talk to you guys in my next one. Bye, everyone.